Good morning, Glory. You're with Maddie, Ben and Gabe on Joy 94.9. I've had a look at the news app. Guess what, guys? What's happening, What's happened? Gabe? There is none. Oh, no news. Nothing's no, happening. No. Trump's done nothing. Everyone behave themselves like that. Oh. There's probably news, but we just don't have a news reader. No spill to report for the day. A spill? Political spill in Canberra. Not chocolate milk anyway. No, I don't think there's been anything like that. There hasn't been anything happening at, on the hill. Nothing <laughs> yeah, at all. Absolutely nothing. It's a so quiet world. It is. Everyone just slept and behaved themselves last night. So, see me so we've got no news. I've got a game we're going to play. Ah. Let's do Would You Rather. Okay. I, yeah, I really want to get the listeners involved too. Okay, I've got a question for you guys. Hit us. Okay, would you rather give... Or receive a lap dance. Ooh. Oh, Maddie. Oh, wait, it's not that game where I've got to chime in first, is it? Of course, receive one. Yeah? Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, okay. I guess. But, well, do I have to pay for it or is it like... No, you don't have to pay for it. And you're not getting paid either. <laughs> either way, there's no money involved. Okay, well, absolutely, hands down. Why wouldn't you want to get a lap dance? Yeah, okay, okay. What about you, Ben? Uh, hello, give. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you. And it wouldn't just be any lap dance. Like, you know, it would be like a $250 lap dance. <laughs> what song would you... Huge multi-million dollar production, LCD screen, 17 dances. Yep. What song would you lap dance to? Uh, like easy. Pussycat Dolls Buttons <laughs> or something. And you? Uh, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So are you giving or receiving a lap dance oh my game? God. If you nobody wants to receive a lap dance to me, <laughs> I am the most, the least sexy person you have ever. Imagined. I'm thinking Gabe's version of a lap dance would be: you put your left foot in, you put your right foot out, you put your, and you shake it. All right. It definitely would be a bit of the hokey pokey, wouldn't it? Lucky you keep your nails short. <laughs> Let's um <laughs> let's get some feedback from yeah. people on this. Oh four two seven Joy ninety four. Download the Joy ninety four point nine smartphone app today. Cjoy.org.au. Would you rather be famous when you are alive, and forgotten when you die, or unknown when you are alive but famous after you die? Uh, Might need another coffee to understand that. No, 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 I get it. Be famous while you're alive and forgotten when you die or be unknown while you're alive and famous when you die. Did that make sense? Yeah. Definitely famous while I'm alive because then you can enjoy the spoils. You get the special celebrity treatment, you get the free clothes, you get the free lifestyle. When you're dead... You're no, dead. You don't even know about it. Yeah, yeah I'm with true. you. I Yeah, absolutely be famous. What is the point of being famous when you're dead? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're dead. Then, or or yeah. you're reincarnated as something else. Like, your energy is spread throughout the world, and now I'm getting very spiritual. Yeah. But at the yeah. end of the day, you do. You want the spoils of your fame while you're alive. Hells yeah. You it's know, I like live James. for the applause. I'm a little bit Lady Gaga. <laughs> a little bit Lady Gaga. <laughs> you are. I love it. Maddie Coleman passes ways known as the best Lady Gaga impersonator. That you know was. it. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I'm able to sit on this side of the desk with you, Ben, is because you are somewhat lighter today. You are... Lighter? Yeah, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. You, there, there's, you're hairless. I am hairless. <laughs> my arms are hairless. My chest is hairless. I mean, we're not really painting a, a great picture maybe for the listeners out there right now. I was going to say, when you said my arms are hairless, my chest is hairless, I was like, oh, please stop now. <laughs> Don't keep going. His neck, his back, yeah. his... And his crack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I did drag over the weekend. We do an annual drag night, me and my friends. Yeah. Once a year. Yeah. We get out there, we 
spend months and months preparing for it and we just have a good old time. Yeah, and months and months preparing for it, but also hours and hours getting beat for the god. The preparation. If you've never done drag before, get yourself ready because you sit there. I sat there for about four hours. It was like I was working in like some like, I was like some famous actor working in a horror movie and getting all the special effects makeup. And you're sitting there and you're just getting layer and layer and layer on you. I mean, he could be drawing a whole bunch of like, you know, naughty penises on my face and I wouldn't have known it. Naughty ones. <laughs> yeah, so to give you to give you an idea, yeah. um, you know, Ben, he's, you know, sounds quite effeminate, I guess, but he has quite strong masculine features, a really strong jaw, um, a strong brow line, it, it, quite boy features, but yeah. you look fishy, really fishy. Did I look nice? You look amazing. Rainbow Paddle Pop, now that's your older ego, yeah. so I want to know a couple of things. Yes. How did you come up with the name Rainbow Paddle Pop? And yeah. also, who did your makeup and how did they get you so bloody fishy? Now, if you're listening out there and you don't know what fishy is, fishy just means a drag queen who looks like a looks like a girl. Yeah. And Rainbow Paddle Pop looked hot to trot. And my, just my so, arm was filled up with numbers from various boys yeah. over the course of the night. It was pretty cool. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, hot to trot. So tell cool. me about it. Tell me. So I have to give a shout out to Fembot. She's an amazing drag queen in Melbourne. Um, support your local drag queen. She is amazing. She did an incredible job. The time and money was very well spent. There is this moment where you're watching yourself with all the different layers and you're like, where is this going? I don't know if I'm going to look good. And when I was finally done, I was like, oh, God, I do look pretty good. This is pretty amazing. And you do feel pretty hot to trot. Yeah. You feel amazing. Like, it was really great. So we went out, had an amazing time, had everyone wanting to take photos with you. I mean, that's, like, the amazing thing about when you do drag. You're on this, like, incredible high. You're on cloud nine and everyone just gives you the VIP treatment. What about what about the high heels? You were wearing high heels because I don't I don't go yeah, there. Yeah, right. Were your feet sore? They were sore. I did have this like permanent indentation in like the arch of my foot the next day. It was <laughs> sort of like I'd had my feet hobbled yeah, by right. Kathy Bates. Yeah, you've got some <laughs> you've got some mad injuries. Yeah, I've got like a shapewear injury. Not yeah. great. I do have to <laughs> highlight some of the bad points of beauty though, because beauty's a bitch sometimes. Yeah, I had these is. very long fingernails that got put on me, and after my makeup artist left the house she'd put the nails on me and basically everyone had left the house and actually thought I was trapped in the house because <laughs> I actually couldn't pick anything up so I couldn't type on my phone to call triple zero I was knocking makeup off the counter I was like oh my god I'm trapped in the house this is terrible how were you able to get back to all your calls? I couldn't even open the cab door when I was uh, that is hilarious. it was like this drag queen Nosferatu if you know that movie I do I do <laughs> joy I was leaving a very popular establishment um, in the early hours of the morning on Chapel Street. Now, so most people would think early hours is 1am, 2am. Oh, look, it was between and it's the same night, early so hours of Sunday morning, okay? Like like 5am or like brunch time, celebrity calls, velour, tracksuit, I'm shopping for my groceries with the kids <laughs> time. What um, time are we talking? I will say between 6 and 8. Nice. <laughs> well done. But, um, look, it was the walk of shame of all walk of shame. I'm there in broad light, daylight getting into my Uber. There were all these cars waiting behind and I'm just like, how do I own this? How do I? Because they were all watching. So I just did this like Queen's curtsy oh, <laughs> as taxis. I got in. But getting out of your drag outfit, 
it's not easy because I was wearing all these chains and there were so many layers and all these different components. So I messaged my housemate when I was like in the um, Uber coming home and I'm like, you got to help me out of this thing. You got to help me. You got to help me get out of these chains and all of that sort of stuff. My housemate did this really funny joke. I clip clopped in broad daylight coming into my um, apartment and my housemate very cleverly timed Tina Arena's chains. Oh, <laughs> to nice. <play laughs> to get me out of it. Oh, Ezra, yeah, what yeah. a clever guy. I know. Huh? It was kind of like this sort of like pit stop thing where he was like helping me get the wig off and helping me get the chains off, yeah. The other thing I want to know, now we're going to pop up a photo of Rainbow Paddle Pop onto our um, yeah. Instagram, so please yeah. like and follow and share. Morning Glory Joy is where you want to look at that. You're going to see Ben's alter ego Rainbow Paddle Pop there. Benny, did you go the whole tuck? Because you weren't wearing very much clothing. I did, um, I wore shapewear. I didn't do oh, the full tuck. I, yeah, I wore shapewear, which kind of did the job pretty well. I wore two pairs, though. Oh, no wonder you've got injuries. <laughs> got injuries really he bad. He literally has bruising. I have bruising shapewear. on the side of my... <laughs> Well, I tell also, you what, you did look stunning and I'm yeah. not one to throw compliments around left, yeah. right and centre, but I really do think you did a really oh, great job. Thank you and so when, much. when RuPaul's looking for season 11 <laughs> of Drag Race, she knows where to find uh, Rainbow Paddle Pop, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Joy! I think we need to get some feedback on drag queens because yes. I did drag. We have popped it up on our Instagram, haven't we? Yeah, Morning we have. Glory Joyce, you can check me out. So, Benny, your, um, your drag persona is Rainbow Paddle Pop. Rainbow Paddle Pop. That was inspired by some rainbow makeup that I once had and someone walked past, I was going to say my dressing room, but walked past the bathroom and got a glimpse of me and was like, oh, you look like an ice cream. You look like a rainbow paddle pop. Clicked my fingers and said, that's my drag name. So maybe we could ask people like what's their favourite drag name or best drag name that they've ever heard. Yeah, Gabe, what would yours be? Oh, God. (laughs) Axel Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Or drag king name if you... Oh, gee, you probably on the spot. I don't, I'm not really like kind of fluent in drag. Rosie O'Donnell. I'm just saying oh. real name. Come on. Murph Hughes. Richie Benno. Come on, guys. Come <laughs> what would on. yours be, Maddie? Mine. Oh, it's a, so I'm up in the air, but I really like it. either Pristina Noose oh, that's yeah. or Pristina Noose. I love yes. that. So I'm not sure. Being First Nations, I thought I'd give a shout out to my girl, Christina Anu, and then just uh, work it from there. Uh, see? Picturing you doing this like kind of doof doofy version of um, My Island home. Oh, you know, the I will indeed. Song. Joy! <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. We've had a bit of a shout out, haven't we? Yeah, on the text line. Yeah. We've got a little bit of a suggestion. My name, uh, yeah. Major Delays. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in reference to me reading out the tra- uh, the train time t- timetable. Oh, well, I not, love that. Not my my brain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it works both ways. Oh, so delays. good. That one was from Mark. Mark, keep them coming because these are belly laugh ones. They are fantastic. You might even get some um, some cash dollars out of it. Not from us, no. but people would have to. <laughs> That's a big promise, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just pose for me? Oh, over here, Maddie. Over here, Maddie. Oh, oh, over here, oh. Maddie. I'm posing. <laughs> no, yeah, but- move to the side, Gabe. <laughs> I, I mean, look, given what you're wearing this morning, Gabe, oh. you could definitely be at the VMAs in the underwhelming category. Oh, that's so harsh. If I knew I was going to the VMAs today, I would have worn something different. <laughs> or you would have worn a lot less because, can I tell you, the red carpet at the VMAs, people were either buttoned up or sort of Christian-like, Blake-like. the VMAs happened yesterday. It's hot off the press. What happened, Maddie? 
Oh, what didn't Feel happen the at the VMAs? The, the Video Music Awards happened. Radio City, the, the everyone was there. Music Hall. Um, they obviously had the red carpet. You know, Blake Lively, uh, she was wearing this tuxedo-esque white, white pantsuit. And, um, like, she was just so modest. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, given her Met Gala looks and, and red carpet looks, I was just so disappointed by that. Yes, Madonna, you spent your 60th in Morocco, whatever. You didn't need to come dressed as Morocco. <laughs> World's best um, eulogy maker as well, you might say, after oh. a speech. Oh, put a fork in me. I am done. Can I tell you, that I don't know why they keep getting this woman to do them. I mean, she did oh, Michael she Jackson. She pop. did, you know, the one for Princess Diana. She did Prince. But what happens is it ends up being a bad... <laughs> Out her, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Even giving the, you know, this this speech about um, Aretha Franklin and, you know, how great the Queen of Soul was, it just ended up being about her and guitar lessons and, you know, baguettes in France and all of these different things. And the Twitter sphere went off like a frog in a sock. I mean, look, don't get her to do a eulogy because she's just going to talk about herself. <laughs> but she did kind of put it into context because she's spoken out, hasn't she, on her Instagram? Yeah, she did. Look, this is what she said. So basically she got up there and spent the whole time talking about her, but there was a big photo of Aretha Franklin in the background. Mm -hmm. Now, because of all the backlash, she has said, I'm with the winner, the beautiful Camilla Cabello, because she won. Yeah. The major. Now, also, that was a bit of a flop. No one could say her name properly. I don't even think Camilla I said... Camilla Cabello, isn't it? I don't think I said her name properly right now. But Chico anyway. Roll. No. Whatever it is, she <laughs> won. So name. proud of her. And then she goes on to say, and just to clarify, I was asked to present video of the year by MTV, and then they asked me to share any anecdotes I had in my career connected to Aretha Franklin. I shared a part of my journey and thanked Aretha for inspiring me along the way. I did not intend to do a tribute to her. That would be impossible in two minutes with all the noise and tinsel of all the award shows, I could never do her justice in this context or environment. Unfortunately, most people have short attention spans and are so quick to judge. Oh, I love you, Madonna. I love Aretha. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, prairie emoji. I love Camilla, Camilla, Kamiaya, however you say her name. Congrats. I love my dress and I love love. And there is nothing anyone can say or do that will change that. Hashtag VMAs, hashtag positive vibes. Madonna does have this thing, though, where it's just sort of like, I'm the queen, I'm speaking, and you will respect my words and bow down before me. Like, that's just Madonna. If you're going to ask Madonna to do a speech, that's what you're getting. Because she has a history of doing this. Like, she's spoken in tribute to David Bowie. She did the Michael Jackson one when he died. Really? She's done Prince. And she has the history of basically she has done talking about herself. Yeah, well, <laughs> more ways than one. Maddie, you were saying to me a little bit earlier, you draw a parallel with Madonna, don't you? I do, of course. Besides wearing the cone bra and, um, you know, being with a black Jesus and all those other things. Um, (laughs) What's the black? What's, you know, Madonna and the Like a Prayer video? What's the... um, I'll take you there. (laughs) You were saying you're quite similar to Madonna. How is that? Yeah, in quite a Madonna moment, I'm stealing Madonna's moment that she stole from Aretha Franklin. Because I, I don't know, you guys, like, I'm shy, right? I I don't like to talk. I I struggle finding words. Yeah. Yeah, we need. Um, but I am the spokesperson for my family at weddings, at christenings, anywhere we have to go. Well, I'm the one that gives a speech, right? And my sisters or my family actually as a whole, they
they say to me, oh, Maddie, you're giving a speech, are you? And I'm like, yes. And they say, so this is where you talk about you and the person who you're actually supposed <laughs> to talk about, they have a bit part in there. Right. And it's true. I mean, look, at the end of the day, when you are giving a speech about someone, you are talking about someone from your point of view. And often you have to give context around that. Yes. And because you are talking about an experience you had with that person, you are the centre of that experience. You are the hero in your own story. So, of course, it's going to be skewed your way. I can't help it. Now what I've done on radio with everyone listening out there is I've made this piece about the VMAs about Aretha, about Madonna, about me. It's yes. all about... <laughs> Joy. Nicki Minaj, Travis Scott. Of what course. about that spat? Like, they were supposed to sit quite near each other and then because, you know, Travis Scott, he got the... Um, the, he got the number one album over yeah. over Nikki. She says that it's because of their baby Stormy and also about bundling merch and, and the potential to meet and greet with Kylie Jenner and Stormy mm. that, that got it over the line. Then she she went on to say that she was number one in 80 or so different countries. Mm. I don't know what these countries are. The album Queen is is great, but just be humble and say, well done you. I you think, know, I think you still made problems. enough money, Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so just own it. Anaconda don't anymore. <laughs> Joy. We've been talking about um, drag names. Yeah. She went out as Rainbow Paddle yeah. Pop. Someone else who does drag all the time is Cher, right? Yeah, she's, she's just a living a, a, cockroach in drag. Right? Yeah. And you went and saw Mamma Mia too. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. And I really, I think I want to see it, but I want your review. Well, I thought quickly. I was late to the party, but you're pretty late D- to the I'm party. Late, I finally yeah. saw it. I'm going to run through some quick stats before we go. Look, it's a five-star movie. The young cast that play the older characters in the flashback sequences, they're terrible. Most of the scenes are drawn out and unbearable. But you know what? That's okay, Maddie, because Cher's in it. And that's all that you're really going for, right? Well, of course. That's yeah. exactly right. Cher and Meryl, right? I want to give you some quick tips, though, for anyone that hasn't seen Mamma Mia 2. Ask the ticket vendor for the Cher and Meryl discount. It basically entitles you to skip the first half of the movie, see the last 30 minutes of the movie where they both appear in it. That's it. Yeah. That's the only time they that's appear. That's it. Now, I did say the movie was terrible, <laughs> but it is a five-star movie. I'm going to tell you why. I'm giving it a high rating due to the impressive scene CGI effects that they use on Cher's face. <laughs> Cher progressively gets younger as the movie goes on and she has about three costume changes. Her wigs are also really good. Five-star rating. <laughs> Terrible movie, but Cher is wonderful, so... It's a one-star movie, but it's five stars for Cher. <laughs> now, I'm going to play you something because I was so pumped after seeing the movie, I actually made a little music video and we're going to pop that up on our Instagram um, so everyone can see it. It's basically me performing Fernando, which Cher does in the movie. <laughs> Cher is touring Australia in October and I've submitted a demo to her team because I think I can be a support act. Yeah, you for could. sure. Let's and hear it. I'm going to play you all a exclusive snippet right now. Tell me what you think. Can you hear the drums from What do you guys reckon? Do you hear the drums, Fernando? I tell you what I don't hear, Ben. Your what? voice. What do you mean? That is me. <laughs> that is not, not you. Yeah, so no, I use Cher's producer to like mimic her vocals. It's like an auto-tune. Oh, because there was that time where she started to, to go into like <laughs> auto-tune area, right? Oh, look, I'm just kidding. I'm actually miming. I've got to save my voice. If I'm actually going to support Cher in Australia, I need to save my voice. <laughs> so I was just miming. <laughs> Which is why Ben's been particularly quiet this episode of <laughs> yes. Morning Glory. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.